The cosmos is in disarray. The guardians of the galaxy have been torn apart. Loki has commenced a quest for answers about his place in the multiverse. Most shockingly, a mysterious enemy named Requiem has killed Thanos. Now, Dr. Stephen Strange has called a meeting of the wielders of the Infinity Stones. As this new Infinity Watch convened, tensions were high. And then Requiem arrived. The identity of this murderous figure was soon exposed. Gamora, dead set on assembling the Infinity Stones and harnessing their power to retrieve the piece of her that remains trapped in the Soul Stone. When Star-Lord put himself between Gamora and her goal, she killed him. Hello, welcome back to Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast. I'm your host, Al Sedano. We are back with part two of our Infinity Wars coverage, and we are about to jump right into myself and my brother Joe talking about Infinity Wars number two. One quick note, all the synopses for these issues have been taken from the Marvel Wiki at marvel.fandom.com. There will be links in the show notes if you want to go to them directly. So thank you to whoever was that wrote them, you save me a lot of time. So, Joe, Infinity Wars 2. First of all, I like the cover of this one a lot. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, with Requiem holding in their hand images of like, all six of the holders of the gems. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty cool looking. Is that Diodato doing the art again? Yeah, it is. All right. So, yeah, no, I really like this cover a lot. This is one yeah. of the better ones, I think. I mean, this could be a poster. It could. It really could. I would, yeah. I'd hang that up. Looks cool. Yeah, you take out, you know, just, you know, the, the Infinity Wars words and, you know, all the other little stuff just have the image. That'd be sweet. All right, well, we might as well go inside. Or actually, I guess we should probably put a synopsis in first, right? Bam. Right there. Synopsis. The Infinity Stones. On their own, the stones provide great power. But when combined, they form a circuit, a positive feedback loop, granting the user infinite power. The Power Stone. Power by the user's mastery of mind can make a person more physically powerful, currently held by Gamora. The Space Stone. Power by the user's mastery of power can allow teleportation through space, currently held by the Black Widow. The Time Stone. Power by the user's mastery of space can allow a person to travel through time, currently held by Doctor Strange. The Reality Stone. Power by the user's mastery of time can allow a person access to the multiverse, currently held by Captain Marvel. The Soul Gem. Power by the user's mastery of reality can preserve the soul to allow for life after death, currently held by Adam Warlock. The Mind Stone. Power by the user's mastery of soul can grant telepathy or intelligence, Currently held by Turk Barrett. Infinity Wars number two. Writer, Jerry Duggan. Artist, Mike Diodato Jr. 
Colors, Frank Martin Jr. Letters, VCs Corey Pettit. Editors, Jordan D. White and Annalise Bissa. Cover art by Mike Diodato Jr. and Frank Martin Jr. Cover dated October 2018. On sale date, August 15th, 2018. With a cover price of $4.99. You can find this reprinted in the Infinity Wars trade paperback from 2019 and digitally on Comixology and Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited. In the distant past, Gamora converses with Thanos about his mortality, and he declares that somewhere out there, the universe is molding the person that will kill him. In the recent past, Gamora has just killed her adoptive father. However, she can still hear his voice. In the present, Doctor Strange uses the Time Stone to prevent Star-Lord's death at the hands of Gamora, who had just been revealed to be Requiem. Doctor Strange then teleports to another dimension with Turk Barrett and convinces him to hand over the Mind Stone. Back in Central Park, Gamora continues fighting her allies and is plagued by an apparition of Thanos. When Captain Marvel flies away with Gamora to take her down, Gamora steals the Reality Stone from her and uses it to trick the heroes into believing that she's Captain Marvel, and Captain Marvel is really Gamora. Captain America notices the deception after Doctor Strange restrains Captain Marvel, but Gamora uses the Reality Stone to partially fuse him and Doctor Strange together, stealing both the Time and Mind Stones. Gamora then decapitates Warlock, and the heroes try to race to the Soul Gem. However, Gamora uses the Time Stone to freeze time and steals the Space Stone from Black Widow in the process, before claiming the final gem. Hesitant, Gamora opens a portal of Soul World and reunites with the part of herself trapped within, becoming whole again. Gamora then sets out to rebalance the Soul Gem, declaring that Devandra must feed. Loki approaches her from behind with Floa and offers Gamora his counsel. You are about to see the first public exhibition of an entirely new form of entertainment. You are about to see. You are about to see. Because you demanded it. It's Treasury Cast, a podcast devoted to the greatest comics format of all time, the Treasury Edition. DC, Marvel, Archie, IDW, and more, bigger than life. It's the Treasury Cast, part of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, and on fireandwaterpodcast.com. Put it in. All right, it's in. It's now. Out. It's done. Go. We already did it. You missed it. Yeah, go. All right, so we start off with the distant past with Gamora, little Gamora, and Thanos. So is this how, it, like, this is the back story to Gamora? Or is this the back story to, yeah, is this the back story to Gamora? She was raised by Thanos? Yeah. Because I know that's from the movie, but then I get confused. Like, I know, like, has that well, always been like that? Because yeah. I know they changed things for the movie. Yeah, well, they changed his motivation. But, because remember in the comics, he's in love with death. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but with Gamora. But the Gamora stuff, yeah. Yeah. He's all, she, she, he's always raised her. What they've changed since the movies is adding more. Like Nebula. Oh, there's no Nebula. In the comics, Nebula showed up after Thanos, you know, when, you know, in that time when Thanos, before Infinity Gauntlet, when Thanos and Warlock were quote-unquote dead. 
Nebula yeah. showed up claiming to be his granddaughter. Oh, she was the the one who took the gauntlet from him, right? Yeah, she was like walking around the whole Infinity Gauntlet story like a zombie. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that was her. So they've kind of changed it since a bit to be more of the movies of, yes, she is, you know, cybernetic and also was a daughter of his as well, like Gamora. Which is fine, because Nebula, as far as, I mean, I haven't got to the part where I'm going to be rereading Nebula stories yet, so maybe I'm misremembering. But I always remember Nebula as being kind of boring. And and interesting. Like, she really wasn't that interesting a character, I thought. So making her more like the movie is fine, because she actually was interesting in the movie. Yeah, well, a lot of things have to change for a movie. You know, this is like... 60 years of comic books that I got to jam in, you know, and like it was good to change like the whole like the half Thanos being love with death. It had to change everything else around like the concept of him just being like, well, what was the concept that like the universe is too. What was the concept of him wanting to get rid of half the universe? Oh, at the point for Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, yeah, for death the movie. De- no, for the no, movie. For, for the movie. Uh, basically, it's kind of like a it's like Ra's al Ghul. From Batman, you know, there's too many people, not enough resources, so we get kill off half the people, there'll be enough resources for everyone who's left. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, that makes sense, because it's in the universe and there's not enough. The universe itself doesn't have enough resources. I'm sure with all that power, I'm sure there's, I'm sure with all that power, he could have figured out, there was sure there's plenty of resources in the, the whole universe, and with the power of the Infinity Gauntlet, I'm sure he could have just, like, you know, found it. And, yeah, that probably would have been easier. Yeah, it's... I'm okay with what they tell they changed him in the movie. I like, I like, though, the loving death better. I do, too. But for a movie, I could see how that's hard to do, because then you have to introduce death, and you have to make the whole story about death, and, you know... you could also kind of imply that he's just crazy. Yeah, it's true. You don't have to actually have death. But I guess they wanted to show him with a purpose. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's it works out well enough, and they what they did with the movie, you know, especially in Endgame, works with it. But I just I like the death thing better because a I still think it's relatable. You know, everyone's done something stupid because they're in love with somebody. Most people yeah. done something stupid, so that part is relatable at least. But kind of making him like trying to help who's left, you know, he's doing that for more or less a good reason, kind of makes him more sympathetic as opposed to the loving death part where it's like yeah i can understand doing something stupid to impress somebody you love but yeah no 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 you're completely wrong here in a lunatic well, like the one make way it easier doesn't it make it easier to make him become a uh, a uh, not maybe not a good guy but maybe like in situations where they need him to be more in the good guy area you know like how you know in comic books, they ch- they jump sides, so if they plan on well, him jumping they can, sides... They can use either one as that. You know, either one could have been used as a motivation for that. Nah, I would say, like, the other one, it'd be like, well, why would you work with the Thanos that's doing it for death, and he's insane, and what's well, it called? He's just very selfish. The other one, it's like, all right, well, you know, he did what we thought was right. Well, because for one thing, when death doesn't, you know, when think about the other pr- problem about doing something for somebody you love... When somebody you love all of a sudden pisses, you know, let's say you've seen those people who are that crazy. They get pissed off now at the person they love with. Now they're working against them. Yeah, but they're still crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still crazy. It doesn't matter. The other one, he's not crazy. He just he thinks the wrong way. Yeah. So it makes him I think it makes them too sympathetic. 
But that's just me. But anyway, yes. Gamora has always been raised by Thanos, ever since the very beginning. Doesn't that make him more more like a real person, though? Anybody you see in real life, any bad guy you think there is, any of the guys that you could say, quote-unquote, is a bad guy, you can see their point of view. They have a, 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 yeah, but that's a still, actual point of view. But that's you know? still true for serial killers. Doesn't mean you're going to sympathize, you know? Well, serial killers have uh, mental issues. Yeah, but they still have a point of view. Yeah, but they, you can you can understand, but you there's no you can't. They have a point of view, but all right, he's doing it for a good reason. He's doing the wrong things for a good reason. You know what I mean? Like what he thinks is the right thing to do. The serial killer knows he's not doing the right thing. He just can't help himself. No. Like I said, I like the other one better. Doesn't mean it's perfect. I'm just saying I like that one better. That's all. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, I can see why, you know, like, it makes it more. I can see them doing it in the movie way because it makes it more. Um, it makes it more realistic. It makes it seem more like, OK, that makes makes it more like real life. Oh. Or somebody would want to, you know. Also, it's been done a million times to watch them. Kind yeah. of watch them. Well, that's all, that's another reason I'll set. That's another reason I was thinking the other. I like the other way because it's not done a million times. So, but it works well enough. All right, so back to Gamora. So yeah, he's lecturing her, but I do like the part at the end of this. Somewhere out there, the universe is molding that special soul that is fated to kill me. Kind of is ironic. First, is this the first time he died, or has he died before? No, he's died before. He's died uh, before Infinity Gauntlet, right? Yeah, he dies in the 70s. Yeah. By who? Uh, Warlock. Warlock. So it's not that ironic, because he already died. <laughs> it's only ironic if he died once. This won't be the last time he dies, either. No, but I'm just saying it's, ir- no, I'm just saying it's ironic, because he's talking to a person who is going to kill him. And what he says is, Somewhere out there, the universe is molding that special soul that is fated to kill me. Yeah, I get it. Me. I get and it. he's the one he's molding her. To her. And he's the one molding her. Yeah. So that's yeah. the art. Yeah. But still, other people killed him, too. Yeah, Drax killed him, too. Yeah, Drax killed him. So it's like, he's going to be talking. He probably said that same thing to Drax, too, at one point. <laughs> Drax, out of Warlock, there's a list of people. Yeah, there's not many people he hasn't said to that haven't killed him. But I got it for the story. It's very yeah. ironic. And then we go, jump to the recent past where Gamora in the Requiem outfit chops his head off. And then, I like this, he starts talking to her. Now, is he talking to her? Is he really talking to her or is he talking to her in her, in his, in her head? Uh, well, his mouth isn't moving ever and he's headless. I think, I mean, it's Thanos. So here's the thing. It's possible it's really him, but I think it's all in her head. Got it. I like this. You're you're now the que- new warrior queen of the Chitauri. Don't need them. They can all die. <laughs> so like we said before, champions, problem solved. No more Chitauri. And then we jump to uh, the current story, where she's stabbing Peter through the heart- chest with this big old sword. Until Doctor Strange saves him with the time zone. I don't get it with this blood thing. I don't understand that. Well, what do you mean? 
anything to do with the blood and there's a if he gets if he's not being stabbed then why is there blood I think he froze it as he's being stabbed so before it got too far in so he's already bleeding but not dead looks like a lot of blood that's a big sword well he looks fine for losing that amount of blood well, Doctor Strange, I think, also used the time stone once he got him away to fix his wounds. It's a time thing. It gets confusing. She, he was getting stabbed, but then he got pulled away before he got killed. And then they used the time stone to stop him from, you know, st- go back, you know, make, take him back before he got stabbed. So. Yeah, and that, that's what they're kind of explaining. But then I don't get it. I'm like, well, why is there blood there? Well, because the blood was still out there. It's it's time it's times it's not it doesn't make sense right well time doesn't always make sense it's all what's the phrase people assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect but actually from a non-linear non-subjective viewpoint it's more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff it gets confusing so just go with it besides we get the part where Doctor Strange calls him Sid and Nancy <laughs> where. Right when he's about to save him. It's the page with the three panels where they're all, they're all in green. Oh. Yeah. Who are they? Uh, Sid Vicious and Nancy from the Sex Pistols. Oh, okay. They sucked. <laughs> they had a really tumultuous relationship. I also like the fact, I didn't realize it until just now, the reason that's all green is because Doctor Strange is using the time gem. Oh, no, I didn't get that at all. That way, if you, you look at that page, you notice Peter Quill's all green. The background's all green. Everything's green but Doctor Strange. Well, that's cool. That I like. Yeah. I guess I should keep keep an eye on that in the future. So if I see it like purple or, exactly. or orange. And then Doc has a, Doctor Strange has a bit of a, has a... Actually has a conversation with Turk. And actually gets through to him. It's like, they don't care about your money. They don't care about the power, you know, the quote-unquote power you have. They will take the stone and kill you. And that's it. Yeah, like, he's pretty smart about this. He's like, he makes a good point. Doctor Strange makes a good point. And Turk actually goes like, yeah, you're right. I did get what I wanted. This is good enough. Yeah. He's like, look, I, have a, I still have a good chance. I'm the boss. I got a lot of power and money. I can still do well. I just don't have a superpower anymore. Oh, he still wants to be the boss, huh? I yeah, thought he was going No, he's still. I thought he was going to just like give it all up. He's no, not be able, he's not going to be able to do it without that. He's screwed. Well, we'll see. But I mean, at least he did well. I mean, hey, he can always just take all his money and run away and retire too. Yeah, that's what I figured he was going to do. Like, all well, right, there's enough. Well, here's the thing. Actually, they don't actually tell us after, at least in this issue, what he's going to do. I mean, what he's saying could go either way. Turk could either still plan on being the boss. Or Turk could just take the money and run. Yeah, well, if he does, if it's option A, he's... Well, here's the other thing. You know, he makes that deal with Doctor Strange. You owe me a favor. Yeah. Smart move. Take the money and run. Take the money and run. Go to Doctor Strange for the favor. I want to be untraceable. I don't want people to find me. I want to take my money and go away somewhere and retire in luxury forever. No, if it's two, he doesn't even have to, like, yeah, if it's two, he's fine. I, I didn't think, he, I mean, that that helps out, too. But, uh, well, the thing is, option two, if it's option two, he's fine. I, I would I would guess that he's fine. If it's option one, he's f- Maybe if he thinks of a really good, uh, favor from Doctor Strange, but I would say he's f- 
That's my guess. Well, I say I say his favorite should be to have Doctor Strange make him untraceable because if he goes and leaves, there's still gonna be people who might want revenge or might want to take his money or whatever. But if he has Doctor Strange make him magically untraceable from people, then he's like, oh, good, I can now go go oh, go away, retire, and I don't have to worry about people coming after me. Yeah, sure. That that would be the smart move because that would be a great use of both. If he wants to leave, if yeah. he doesn't want to leave. Well, I said that's a smart move. Doesn't he have, like, friends and family he wants to be around? I don't think he really has friends. We saw his one friend in the Did Daredevil we have this discussion before? With a some, little bit. With him or somebody else? I'm sure he has some kind of friends, some kind uh, of family. Doesn't have mother, well, father, I don't know about, brother, I have no idea about sister, family. friend, like, co-worker, well, spider. Shut up. Adult, I don't know about, cat. I don't know, I don't know about family, but remember in the Daredevil one shot where his one friend and he shoots him? That's fine. He's got probably because he's got other friends. Well, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he does that to all his friends. Either way, Turk's out of it now. He doesn't have the stone anymore. Now Doctor Strange has the time and Mind Stone. Yeah. And then we go to Rocket. And I have to say now, I have trouble reading these things without hearing Bradley Cooper's voice in my head. Yeah. I don't think of Bradley Cooper's because, like I said before, I always just kind of thought of him sounding something like that. So I just well, think of something in that general. I don't think of Bradley Cooper's voice per se. I just think of that general. Yeah. Yeah. I'm liking a lot of the dialogue here. Sorry. I said it was an Earth problem. Obviously, it isn't our fault. We'll just have a little team meeting. We're going to leave. We'll take care of this. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, cool. I love that. He shoots the spot and because of the spot's powers. When he shoots him in one hole, it comes out all, you know, they come out all the other different ones. So the spot makes it like, you know, spreads the fire everywhere. And Rocket's just having so much fun with that. I love that. He doesn't care who he's shooting at, too. Until Iron Man interferes with his fun. Yeah, he seems mad. Yeah. And then we get a little bit more, like a, a little bit more of the uh, Gamora thing. And like I said, I think Thanos is just in her head because she's stabbing at, uh, slicing at Drax. And then you could see it's like she sees Thanos above him, but Thanos isn't there. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously they don't see her. Doesn't mean that he's not real, but I think you're right. It's just she sees him because she's crazy. Yeah. She's lost it, which they're all thinking, too. Yes. You know what? There's a lot of good dialogue in this. I'm liking it a lot. The dialogue a lot. I'm having fun, you know, and Peter, oh yeah, Peter actually has a smart move. Peter actually uses his brain. What did he do? Well, right when Gamora, after the next page, right after Gamora takes a swipe at Thanos when he's not there, and you see Groot, Rocket, and Drax looking at her like, what's wrong with her? Yeah. And what does Peter say? This isn't her. It has to be him. Okay. And then Thanos says, could Thanos be? And Peter says, yes. So... Peter has figured out at least what Gamora is talking to and what's why she's. I mean, we're not saying Thanos is responsible for everything, but the fact of Gamora kind of being crazy and talking to no one in the middle, you know, talking to no one and attacking no one in the middle of the air. He's figured out what it is that she's looking at Thanos. Do you know what I mean? I took it as he thought he thinks that Thanos is in control of her. Well, either way, he knows he's she's talking to Thanos. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He figured that part out. It's a low bar for Star-Lord, okay? Give him whatever credit he can get. He doesn't say she's talking to him. She says it is him. But I 
I guess it, I mean it's all around that same situation. Yeah. Uh, but it's not as far as we know. It's I mean it probably is him, but it's her. I don't yeah. know. All right. Yeah. He's okay. But he also I didn't think that him as being smart. He just doesn't want to believe that the the girl he does he love her or he kind of yeah. loves her or at least. Yeah, it is is try just try to kill him. Like I said, no, not try to kill him. Did kill him. Yes, and also he's got a low bar. I got it. Yeah, it's a low bar. Give him whatever credit he can. You know, pat him on the head. You're a very smart boy. And then we get a great takedown of Bullseye. I love Bullseye. Where Black Widow clocks him over the head with the gun, and then Captain Marvel just lands on him. Yeah, still like Bullseye. Oh yeah, but still. And then the Avengers show up all, all together to take on Gamora. And do a terrible job. A terrible job. Well, yeah, it unfortunately. Was, I, it doesn't make sense how bad they do. Well, they what do you mean? All, well, there's all the Avengers. They have five of the six stones against her one stone. And at the end of this comic book, she has all the stones. Well. They do it. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> All the smartest Avengers, like that Doctor Strange, Captain America, Iron Man. I don't know. Maybe maybe Adam Warlock as well. Very, you know, they could have a Black Panther. I mean, you don't have to say it is a good plan of Gamora's. Yes, yeah, she's very smart, and it's written well what she does. But it doesn't. It doesn't make them look good. Like I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. But why is Captain Marvel like attacking her while not using the Reality Stone? She's attacking the. Pa- she's attacking Gamora with the Power Stone with her power. That doesn't make sense. She's like making herself vulnerable. Like if this was a UFC fight, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's people that are better at striking, and there's people that are better at grappling, right? You have to fight with your strong suit, especially compared to like what what the other person has. So if you're fighting a a striker and you are a striker, but they're much better at striker, but you're you're a much better grappler, then you want to grapple with them. You don't strike with a striker. You grapple well, with a striker. To be fair, though, we don't see the fight, so we don't know what Captain Marvel's doing. Well, I see, but from what I, I'm only going by what I see, and I see her getting up close and personal, so. You know, they're making the stones very close to each other, so it's easier for her to grab it. And she's not using her reality stone. Is there like a what's the reality color? Is she using a reality color? You know, like uh, like Doctor Strange. They show Doctor. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Well, the reality. Well, here's the thing: the reality color is red. Well, when you see the, I'm thinking about the part where you see Star Lord and Captain America looking up. Star-Lord says, Cap, give me a shot to talk to her before. Yeah. Wait, what is red? Oh, the, yeah, the reality. Reality. Well, if it is, that might be it. But that's probably, that's probably Gamora taking the reality stone and using the reality stone. Well, yeah, that's probably already defeated. uh, She probably already defeated uh, Captain Captain Marvel already. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Just I don't know exactly how the fight goes, so I can't say... Who's doing what? We just know who won. Well, all right. You don't know everything, but I seem to. I think I see a lot. You see, I'm, Captain Marvel, uh, fly I, punch, 
her yeah. Gamora and bring her up in the air and say and say her motive. You can drop the sword now, or it could fall when you're from your hand when you asphyxiate. So it seems like the plan, and ba- based on what she's saying and what we see, her plan is to bring her up into the air until she can't breathe anymore. And mm-hmm. uh, and then that's then there's the next panel. There's not like many panels in between. So no. I would make. I mean, I would make the assumption that that she's doing what she said she was doing. She's doing that when she has the reality stone. Yeah, but the reality stone's not really a stone you can use to do I mean, you're supposed to well, use it to do a lot of stuff. Gamora used it pretty goddamn well. <laughs> well. I mean, they have, and they also have, but they have all the other stones. Well, I do agree, though, with the plot. I do agree that they should, like I said, I don't know who's doing what, so I can't say whether Marvel is using the stone or what she's doing. I can't say anything about that because I don't see it. I do think that they that somebody should have went with her. Adam Warlock, Strange, Thor, Iron Man, any of the people who could fly should have followed up there. Because let's face it, uh, Adam Warlock's not worried about not breathing. He can go into space. He doesn't need to breathe. Uh, Iron Man could definitely go up there, not worry about it. I'm pretty sure Thor could. Yeah, so there's a bunch of, like, you're thinking of a fault, too. Once she went by herself. So that's one of the things. Well, with all of them there, she went by herself. With uh, with all, and also they didn't. None of them used their their stones on her. Well, no, I am saying I'm not blaming. Actually, Marvel's the one I'm not blaming. She's attacking. They're all attacking. I'm not blaming I'm just, anybody. In I'm just saying no one else. Saying, I'm just saying no one general, else with her. Yeah, but in, I'm not blaming anybody in particular. I'm saying in general, they all did bad. They all. Well, they all. It was <laughs> a mistake. Obviously, they made a mistake, and they're paying for it because she won. The whole world is gonna pay for it. God damn it! <laughs> well, that's what happens. They like the. Uh, she used the reality stone to make herself look like Gamora. Gamora looked like herself. Yeah, that was funny. That was. I mean, what Gamora does was clever, and it was kind of like this part was like I like this part it was written well, like. But getting to this part, I was just like, that doesn't make sense. I can't see the whole Avengers, all these people in the Avengers, all these people with the stones being that stupid. It seemed dumb. Uh, but I did like it when they get to it and you see her like, I guess she's doing like Morse code. Yep. And yeah, she's doing, that's what the tap, tap, tap is. I'm pretty sure it's Morse code. Well, we don't know. <laughs> but you you're getting you know what i mean you're making that assumption not it doesn't say it's morris code but you see tap 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 well, and it's some making kind of, a, it's some kind of code that cap knows yeah so either way i mean like you have to like make an assumption uh either way, mistake pretty good assumption yeah like yeah. i made my assumption yeah. um either way mistake but yeah it was it was written i mean this part's cool it is cool i didn't like how they got to it but it was cool Oh, and Peter Quill though has a great has a great point there. Oh, so she killed Thanos. Where's the parade? No, but see that's a dump. But he's 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 uh, missing one big point. He just attacked first. He just attacked the Avengers and tried to steal the Infinity Stones. I mean, that's a big. That's probably punishable. That should be punishable by death, no matter what purpose you have. That would be like if that was a rule. If somebody had to made a rule of it. Wouldn't you say that trying to capture all the power of the universe would be, for no matter what reason you think is what you think it is, should be punishable by death? That'd be like the number one 
Well, no, I'm not saying anything about that. They, in fact, they even say that. They even say next thing is you're not thinking this through, Peter. I just like his one point there. He's like, okay, so she killed Thanos. When's the parade? Yeah. That's all. I wasn't saying about anything else. Just literally that one point. Yeah, but he's he's not. He's no, not making. They, his, oh yes. Yeah. So, but anyway, he's trying to, uh, what's it called? I mean, obviously, you can do stuff with the reality stone. Look what she did with the reality stone. She used it much better than uh, Captain Marvel. I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying, though, it's always been established, though, that it's not a good idea to use the reality stone without the other stones to kind of control it. Like, you can do things with the reality stones. Now, maybe this has changed, so I don't know. But I remember back, like, way back in the day and during, like, the Infinity Watch... The reality stone was um, basically it was because the problem with that one was that using that without the other stones to kind of contain it led to like problems and consequences. So that when Warlock gave out the stones, he had to give the reality stone to somebody who knew the consequences of using it without the others and was powerful enough to keep it away from anybody without using it. Maybe it's different or maybe it's the fact that Gamora doesn't care and Captain Marvel does care. Therefore, Gamora is not, I mean, so therefore, Captain Marvel is not using the stone as much while Gamora is. And even, so, and even so, that's fine. One, I would say don't attack somebody when you have the stone in your hand, especially if you don't want to use it. If you don't want to use it and they oh. want to use it. Then no, second, it's like they got, um, there shouldn't be any argument. We're just discussing this. No, um, I'm not arguing. And I'm then saying, um, the, next one is, the next one is like, all right, use one of the other stones. You can't use any of those stones. The mind stone, you got the mind stone, the time stone, the space stone. Well, that goes back to what we said about none of the others backed her up. Well, there's more than just that. I mean, like... Well, no, but if they had backed her up, if any of the people who had the stones backed her up, then maybe she could have used the reality stone. It's all bad planning. Yeah, it was a bad plan. And they're suffering for it. And then she gets basically she just beats them all up because as she's she now has two of the stones and next thing you know she takes out Doctor Strange and now she has four of them because remember Doctor Strange got the mind stone from Turk just now so now she has yeah. she has power reality mind and time and then poor Warlock and I guess he doesn't he didn't figure out Doctor Strange didn't figure out how to use the mind stone at this point because well, like he only had it for like two minutes so well credit due. Stop time. He's got the time stone. So stop time. Learn how to use the mind stone. I mean, he could have done that. No. Hindsight is twenty twenty. All right. It always is. Could have stopped twenty. Could have like just give me, give me. He's Doctor Strange too. So it's like, all right, give me. How much long does he need to like figure out how to read her mind? He's like right by her. You know, like even I knew. I mean, I was reading the comic book and I was seeing her captured, and I'm like. All right, well, this isn't over yet. <laughs> well, you also know it's not over because it's issue two of six. Now, if he was Deadpool and he knew he was issued in issue two or six, he's like, this isn't over. How do you know? This is only issue two. Plus, I uh, accidentally read the third one. See, first, there you go. And I went to the third one. But I still, I think I would have still had that assumption that, like, you know, <laughs> this isn't over. This isn't Doctor Strange's first, uh, you know... Well, it's like watching a, it's like watching that cop show where they care, they capture the guy and you check this, you know, it's an hour show and you check to see what time it is and it's like half hour in and you're like, oh, this isn't over yet. He's, it's either not him or he's going to get away. Well, how do you know? Because there's a half hour left. Yeah. 
But he still said no. Doctor Strange is smart. These guys are way smarter to do it. Like this is like that. There's no way Doctor Strange would allow that to happen. Captain, maybe like Captain America saw or something. But like, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just repeating. I'm just beating this dead horse. But it, it, it's just like it's so, so bad. <laughs> well, everyone. I mean, here's one thing. Here's the thing else. They're just thinking of. Um, I know you don't watch it, but we were watching an episode of Buffy the other day, yeah. and she was talking to one of the vampires that a vampire they know. About because he had killed two previous slayers like her before, and he was saying, "How many of us have you killed? You're on guard. You're fighting all the time. You're doing this. It's just you. We all need just one of us to have a good day, and you're dead. It's kind of like that. It's like they just, you know, all you need is the other person to have a good, really good day, like just you know that good, good piece of luck, that one good piece of timing. You know, all I need is for you to slip." That one time. For all of them to slip. They need to all slip. All the greatest, uh, you know, all these people that would do nothing that, that's uncharacteristic of them. They're all going to slip at the same time. Really? Doctor Strange, Captain America, uh, Black Panther, who did nothing. Where is he in this whole thing? They show one scene of him and then he's gone. Uh, who else? Iron Man. None of them would be like, wait, 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 wait. How are we going to fight her? Let's take a moment. Doctor Strange freeze time. Let's well, take a, let's do a better plan. Well, Get to be space, put her in a further away space place so we so, can fight her under a good situation. Well, remember one thing, though? There was no plan. They did not know she had the stone. They did not know she was coming. They just knew they were talking. Yeah, to make a plan. Freeze time, make a plan. All right. All right. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe they're not great. Maybe I am way, maybe I am way more smarter than all the Avengers put together. Maybe you're right. <laughs> I'm not saying... I need to be coming up with better plans than them. It's always easier to come up with plans when you're not in the middle of a big fight. I'm not saying they didn't make any mistakes. I'm not saying that. I'm just not saying this is not... I don't think this is... I'm just saying I don't think this is stupid and out of character. Yeah. That's all. But you do. That's fine. Back to it. So, yeah, Adam... She has Adam's... Adam's dead. Well, he'll come back. She raised... You know, he's already going the cocoon. And she gets the... What? The one from uh, Black Widow. And that's it. And then she opens the soul gem and gets the part of her soul back. And also keep in mind, she's using these space. She's using these stones. She's never had these stones either, and she's using them pretty well as soon as she grabs them. Actually, she used to have the time stone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. But did you ever have the reality stone? I don't remember. She might have. She was in the Infinity Watch. She did have, you know, she was hanging out with those people, with her and the other people who had the stones daily for well, that makes sense. A couple years. Sense. So it's entirely possible. That she's, you know, used to the stones. And remember, she was the one for like 40, 50 issues. She's the one who had the time stone. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So there is that. So now this Gamora, the older Gamora, just like goes into her. Is that the whole concept? Yeah, she's absorbed that part of her soul. Yeah. But apparently, now I'm not sure what this means, though. She says, uh, I know what must be done now. Devandra must feed. Now, Devandra's that big spider monster. Is she going to, like, release that into... Because, I mean, they were all worried about her opening up the soul gem. 
Mm. That's why they didn't give it to her. But she just opens it and gets her soul back. But she says the thing must feed. Does that mean like she's going to feed it to people or feed people to it? Or she's going to like let it out on Earth? I don't know. But by, you see by the next cover. By the next cover, they're all fighting Devandra. Yeah. But first, yeah. of course, she has a chat. You know, someone wants to have a chat with her. And Loki shows up finally. So this should be interesting. All right. So I'm going to guess you didn't like this issue as much as the other two. <laughs> it's not that I didn't like the issue. I didn't like that, how it came to place. Once she, I liked what Gamora did. That was cool. Yeah. Well, she had a plan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't like the way the Avengers were portrayed. Like, that seemed, that seemed dumb to me. I didn't, that didn't seem like, that didn't seem right. It did, it was, that was hard to, that was hard for me to like, to buy like i couldn't see them all acting that way okay that's fine duly noted that's the point we both agreed that they were making they made mistakes that they screwed up you know we're just disagreeing on how much but either way it doesn't matter they screwed up enough uh, you know obviously they screwed up enough that they lost yeah they definitely lost a bunch of losers they lost to one person (laughs) and now it's up to one stone and now it's up to loki so they're really screwed (laughs) Next up, Infinity Wars 3, then Iron Hammer, then Soldier Supreme, then Thanos Legacy. Bam. Yep. All, that would be the next episode, all those together, I guess? Mm, I think. Probably. I forget, though. Oh. Well, I'm but looking at the is. comic book. Yeah, you're looking and, at the back part on the, uh, yeah. the checklist. Next up, maybe all those things I just said. I'm pretty sure you're right, though. Maybe, and a, maybe, a definite maybe. I am Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. We are two of the many, many survivors of Krypton's destruction, and we have made our home in Australia, and dare I say have become Australians, for better or worse. But we have also decided to read Superman comics, uh, read Superman books, watch Superman shows, cartoons, movies, basically everything Superman, and from an Australian perspective as well. Whether you're a seasoned fan, like me, or whether you are coming in fresh, wide-eyed, and wanting to learn more like me, then this podcast is for you. Join us for our bi-weekly adventures available on all good podcast catches. So just search for Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. We'll be coming to you from Australia or some cosmic dimension, wherever we are that week. Up, 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 up and, and away. away. Before we get into issue three, I just need to clarify something. At the time of the recording, we thought that issue three was going to be the beginning of a new episode. Now, I could have just cut that part out, but I found it kind of amusing, so we're going to leave it in. Am I doing it? I don't know. Hi, welcome to Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast with Al Sedano and his brother Joe. Here we are to do Infinity Wars number three, where we left last left off, Gamora was f***ing it up. Now what's going (laughs) on, Al? (laughs) Well, that works as an intro. Yeah. So that's Joe. I'm Al, in case this is your first episode. Hey, Joe. Hello. 
So we're back for more Infinity Wars. Yes. And yes, as we said last time, Gamora was uh, making a mess of things. And causing issues. So hold on here. And we are and we are starting this episode off with Infinity Wars number three. So hold on a second, because here is the synopsis, and then we'll be right back. Infinity Wars number three. Writer, Jerry Duggan. Artist, Mike Diodato Jr. Colors, Frank Martin Jr. Letters, VCs Corey Pettit. Editors, Jordan D. White and Annalise Bissa. Cover art by Mike Diodato Jr. and Rain Barardo. Cover date was November 2018. And the on-sale date was September 12, 2018. Cover price, $4.99. You can find this reprinted in the Infinity Wars trade paperback from 2019 and digitally on Comixology and Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited. Gamora reads Loki's mind and, learning about his visit to the God Quarry, sets out to investigate the boundary at the Quarry of Creation, since she can't see beyond that place. As a means to neutralize any possible opposition and to feed Devandra the creature at the heart of the Soul Gem, Gamora uses the Infinity Stones to trap all the inhabitants of the universe in a pocket universe called Warp World, located inside the Soul Gem. Additionally, merging every person with another, effectively cutting down the number of souls in the universe by half. Gamora's actions unwittingly result in the creation of many particular inhabitants inside Warp World, including Iron Hammer, the combination of Iron Man and Thor, Soldier Supreme, the combination of Doctor Strange and Captain America, Weapon Hex, the combination of the Scarlet Witch and X-23, Arachnite, the combination of Spider-Man and Moon Knight, and Ghost Panther, the combination of Black Panther and Ghost Rider. Gamora subsequently travels with Floa to the God Quarry and begins to dig into the Quarry of Creation. She has left Loki trapped inside Warp World, so he tries to enlist the help of Diamond Patch, the amalgam of Wolverine and Emma Frost, to find Adam Warlock so they can prevent the doom of both Warp World and the real world. All right, here we are. Infinity Wars 3. So, start the cover. Big octopus tentacles attacking everybody. Yes. So, apparently, this this issue is about Japanese porn attacking the Marvel Universe. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, uh, anime porn. So, we saw last time, Gamora now has all of the Infinity Stones. Yes. All of them. Although, she doesn't have them in the gauntlet. She has them kind of hanging over her head. Yeah, that's weird. That is cool. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool, but does that mean it's easier for somebody to just kind of sneak up behind her and go, yoink? I'm guessing, like, it's, you know, there's, like, a lot of force there, you know? Yeah, probably. Like, I'm guessing, you know, all that cosmic energy or whatnot, whatever you'd call by there, like, somebody like me would not even get my hand anywhere near it. It'd be, like, just all that energy and force, like repelling my hand or like melting it or something that's what i assumed yeah she seems to know what she's doing somewhat yeah oh yeah well she's starting off with uh having loki at the edge of her sword yes and i love this other god floa she's just entertained as hell by loki getting his ass kicked she's uh she's along for the ride good for her you know yeah she's okay with what happens she doesn't even care if she dies like, at least one of us will face our end like a man. Yeah. And Loki's trying to keep Kamora from killing him. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to explain a lot in this comic book. It was very confused. Yeah. Um, 
So what is what is he explaining to her? Apparently, according to Loki, there's it seems like there's um, something else controlling what's going on. Like he says here, this uh, was it page three, the bottom. He says, "Are you?" Uh... Oh no, wait, he's talking about Thanos. Never mind. Is Thanos was... controlling? Is, is I mean, I know. All right, go on. I'm sorry. Well, because he says to Gamora, "Are you sure there's not an unseen puppet master pulling your strings?" But I'm not sure if he's talking about something else or if he's talking about the fact that she keeps talking to Thanos. I would guess it's Thanos. I mean, it seems yeah. like he's kind of still controlling her. Even know? if he, even if it's not really Thanos and just that, and just in her head. Yeah, I don't know. I'm under the assumption, especially since Thanos like died so easily and accepted it. You know, like he obviously has a plan. You know, he's not really dead because you know he goes to nobody's really de- nobody dies in the Marvel universe. He just goes somewhere else. So. Uh, I'm guessing, like, this is part of Thanos' plan, you know? Yeah. I, I do like how Thanos keeps talking to her. Very smart. I, Thanos of Titan, would also take Loki as his word. <laughs> is that reverse psychology there, or...? Yeah, I'm wondering, because he would not. Yeah. All right, but... so he's telling... That's all he's saying, is that there's something going on. There's something fishy going on. Yeah, you have to go to this god quarry and check it out. He's like... Look, I've been looking to other realities, and this is happening there. And they look at one of the other realities, and we see that Gamora and Requiem are two different people. So Gamora is the girl on top, and Requiem is the girl below that he's that she's fighting. Is that no, it? No, 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 no. If you look at that picture, there's four of them. Oh four wait, fighting. Requiem is the one in the mask in the hood. Oh yeah. So this this comic book, a lot of the things. I couldn't. I, I didn't even know what the hell I was looking at. Okay, I see it now. Requiem is on top, right? Yeah, and she's fighting. Gamora is fighting Moon Dragon. The girl, the blonde girl in the red and black. No. Moon Dragon's the one in green with uh, who's bald. Oh, okay. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. The one bald that's uh, the one that Gamora's kicking. Yeah. Is Philavel. Phyla, Phyla is the daughter of Captain Marvel, the one that died of cancer. The original. Yeah, Marvel's original Captain Marvel. Yeah, okay, the original. Like, the uh, he's Kree, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's his daughter. That's who they're fighting in another universe. And, and in, was his name? Requiem is fighting the dragon? Or is she riding the dragon? I'm not sure which. Because it just says, in the next universe, it seems Gamora and Requiem aren't even a single entity. Which is yeah. fine. It means they're two people. But we don't know if Gamora's working with Requiem or not. You know, because yeah. Gamora is fighting Moondragon and Phyla, so I'm not and sure. We're, and we're not sure who Requiem is fighting at all. Yeah. I'm not sure if she's riding that monster or fighting it. And if she's riding it, why is she looking away? I don't know. Yeah, okay. But anyway, so, but Gamora wants to go to the, the quarry because apparently she's having trouble seeing past the quor- that god quarry that Loki went to. So this something's blocking her place with the blind witches? Yeah. The three blind, they're blind witches, right? I'm pretty sure, yes. Yeah, okay. But she doesn't want to leave all the heroes behind to cause problems. So she unfreezes them. And she says, enter the soul gem and face judgment. And I love that little interchange between uh, Moon Knight and Spider-Man. Wow, I picked a bad moment in space. what I miss? Gamora's taking over the family business. Who's Gamora? Just punch whoever I punch. Yeah, it's not that difficult. Well, Moon Knight doesn't really get involved in these cosmic things. So Moon Knight's like, 
what? Who? What's going on? Well, the floating girl that they're all looking at. Yeah, her. The well, one we're all looking at. That's the one we're fighting. But she's squishing them together. If you notice that, like, Doctor Strange and Captain America are being merged. She, so she starts with them and then does, then does the universe afterwards? Is that what she's doing? Or is she doing them and the universe at the same time? I think she's starting with them, but then she's merging the entire universe. Right. Uh, why? <laughs> why is she doing that? Because she wants to get rid of them, but she's trying not to be da- Thanos and kill everybody. Because she's supposed to be better than him. So she's not going out to kill everybody. She just wants them out of her way. The Avengers are the... Uh, yeah, everyone. These. But isn't she like... Everybody, but like... That doesn't like... I still don't, all right, I understand why... Like, I understand what she's doing. And I understand her reason behind doing it. Like, her thought reason. I still don't understand why that's like... Effective. <laughs> <laughs> As don't they just, aren't they just like more powerful now? Each one of well, them. As it, as it was pointed out to her later, you're basically still doing what Thanos did before. Thanos, you know, when he had the Infinity Gauntlet, cut all the cells in half of you know all the people living by ha- half by killing them all. You're cutting them in half by merging them into one person. But yeah, but like I understood, like Thanos was doing it. She was he was doing it to impress Death. I still don't understand like why she's doing it. <laughs> I'm not. I part of it is probably so they could do these little mini series. Got it for the story. She's yeah. doing it for the story. Okay, that's all I need yeah. to hear. You know? Yeah, I just want to make sure through, I'm not missing something. Yeah, you know? I'm trying to remember. If we get through it and we see a different reason, then I'll go. Yeah, I'll go back. back. Go back. But otherwise, yeah, yeah. the main reason is because if you see here now, they have Captain America and Doctor Strange merged, and now it yeah. says years ago in this newly created warp world. It's like, oh, we're, you know, this professor had this super soldier serum, but it was a fake. You know, and the guy's like, oh, so the super soldier serum didn't work. He's like, well, no, the serum was a fake, but it still worked because basically he's trying to say is it was a fake because we thought this person was a scientist. This person isn't a scientist. They're a magician. And that's why they were able to do it. So he didn't use science at all. He just used magic. And, and as we Doctor Doctor Strange did it, right? Or is right? The doc is it Doctor Strange that did it, or like one no, of the no, other? Uh, um. Well, here's the thing. It says, um, okay. Well, sir, it's about Professor Erskine. Which remember, Professor Erskine was the person who gave Cap his powers. You know, the, the oh, scientist. Okay. It seems her so-called super soldier serum was a fraud. Oh, like Gamora. Well, they're saying her. I'm wondering if they're kind of merging the concept. Did you see the Doctor Strange movie? Yes. Remember in the Doctor Strange movie, the ancient one was a woman? Yes, that bald woman. Yeah. Uh, I think they're merging the Doctor Erskine character who created Captain America Super Soldier and the, the movie female version of the ancient one into one person. Oh, that's why they said Eskrine, but Eskrine's a girl who's Who's also Eskrine. Eskrine yeah. and bald girl. Yeah, they're making it a, they're making it a, they're making it a, they're making it, they said her, so it's, they're showing it's definitely not the Dr. Eskrine we thought, you know, we did Captain America originally. And I'm thinking they're probably merging the concept of it being a female ancient one that gave Dr. Strange his power, you know, that trained Dr. Strange. So they're kind that of mixing sense. those two. That makes sense. Because when we meet him, he says, Private Stephen Rogers reporting for duty, sir. 
So he is Stephen Rogers, but he's kind of doc- but he has Doctor Strange abilities, basically, and a Mystic Shield, as it looks like. Well, Stephen Strange, right? Stephen no, Rogers, Stephen Strange. So, yeah. So they got the same way. first name. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> is it Stephen? Is it Stephen for Stephen Rogers, or is Stephen for Stephen Strange? Well, he's not, has Doctor Strange's mustache. Yeah, yeah. So that and they are merged together. So it's yeah. Yeah. Stephen so, Strange Rogers. Yeah. So instead of uh, a Captain America, we got a Magic Captain America. It's kind of funny when he's like, "I'm re- reporting to duty once I get these powers sorted." <laughs> and you see the guy behind him with the fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she, she, she merged them all not only from the present point, but in the, past. the present point, but in the past too. Yeah. Yeah. But and here's the thing also, Gamora didn't intend to do that exactly. So it's Gamora is not really is on kind of unsure of what she's doing. Like she's kind of like, oh, I have an idea, and she's like, oh, I didn't realize that was going to happen. <laughs> That's funny. As, and Thanos is there. I love this Thanos in her head is always smiling. You notice that? Yeah. He is a happy Thanos. He's yeah, like he's enjoying himself. He's, he's like, yeah. I'll help. I'm here to help. She's like, shut up. He's like, okay. I'll be right here when you need me. Although Loki has a good point here. It says, now that you've warped the entire universe into a giant mess, your enemies will have great difficulty pulling themselves apart. So it does at least keep everyone busy. You know, if they're not even sure who they are, they're not going to be able to fight her. Yeah, well, they don't seem to, when I, when you saw like Wolverine, Emma Frost, I mean, or I don't know, they didn't even seem to understand what was going on. Yeah, so... I guess they don't know they don't know Gamora, so hey, it worked for you know it worked well enough to keep them away from her. Yeah, so that makes sense. Okay. By the way, Wolverine Emma Frost, hilarious. I love that. Yeah, it's not bad. So, and then we also of course get a little uh, double page spread of several of the characters. By the way, I find it funny that Wolverine, the Wolverine Emma Frost, doesn't get a name listed. Oh wait, well yeah, yeah, you just see, you, you see, see him, but you don't. Him. He doesn't get his name listed. He's also does not have his own miniseries. Ah. All the characters named get their own miniseries. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Iron Hammer, Soldier Supreme, Weapon Hacks, which is, uh, wait, that's another Wolverine, right? That's X-23. Oh, yeah, I see the two claws. And, and uh, Scarlet Witch, or no? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Scarlet Witch, yeah. Because she has the Hex powers, right? Yeah. Um... Arachnite, which is that... Who's Spider-Man and who? Who is Moon it? Knight. Moon Knight. I don't really know him. And uh, Ghost Panther. That's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. So, real quick, before we get into those miniseries of them, what do you think looking at them? Anyone look cool? Anyone look stupid? Soldier Supreme looks cool. Uh, Iron Hammer. Seems like it could be cool. Yeah, that looks cool. I don't know... Um, Ghost Panther. That's kind of cool that you know it's like Ghost Rider riding a, a panther. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know about Spider Arc Knight because I don't really know much about Moon Moon Knight. Yeah, and, well, I'll do a quick thing on Moon Knight for you before we do that one. Okay, and like Weapon yeah hex. Weapon Hacks. I don't know. I don't know if that would be cool. It's like, um, I mean, it could be. I don't know. I don't know what they would do with it. I know. Uh, um, 
Scarlet Witch, she's so powerful already. It's like, well, now she's really, really powerful with claws. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I love really... Loki. Sorry, go on. That's it. Oh, and I, then I, the, you go what? on. Logan. Gonna, oh, you go, you're talking about Logan. I was going to say, I, I like Loki's little uh, commentary on them. Tony Stark plus Thor. My liver is damaged just thinking about it. Oh, yeah, because they both drink. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Rogers, the Soldier Supreme. He can't do proper pull-ups or magic missiles. Weapon Hex, who doesn't love magic and stabbing? The Arachnite, all the ineptitude of both Spider-Man and Moon Knight wrapped him to one soul. <laughs> it's like Loki's like the uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 of the Marvel Universe. Yes, Loki's awesome. Real quick, you know what would be an awesome like extra commentary thing they did? If they got the guy who plays Loki and Ryan Reynolds and had them play as Loki and Deadpool doing a commentary for like one of the Marvel movies or TV shows. That's a good idea. You know, you don't have to see, we're not going to see them. You just hear like a regular commentary, but it's the Loki and Deadpool commentary. That's a really good idea. And just the two of them just having fun the whole way through. You should write into Marvel. I like that idea. But anyway, here's the part where Loki tells her, he says, your father once cut the number of souls in the universe by half. And now you have done the exact same thing, but much more creatively, of course. But you've already considered this, haven't you? Did we? Yeah. yeah. And Thanos is like, did we? So I'm wondering if Gamora is kind of not realizing it, but kind of copying what Thanos did, but differently. It's, you know, it doing seems like way. it. I mean, that's not what I expected her to do. I'm like, oh, she's going to get the Infinity Gauntlet, and of course she's going to... Do something with half. I did not. I did not think she would do that at all. So yeah. Um, oh, and I think this is what's going on. So Loki's basically trying to get her to investigate who's causing things to be, you know, make things different. Like who's controlling? Like is there someone controlling reality? Why are the, real, the stones different? You know, why is it that they seem like to work as a circuit now? You know, wait, what does that mean? I, I was confused about that. Why are the stones different? Like, different because they're not gems or different? Well, they're not just gems. It's not just the fact that they're not gems, except for the stole one. Because if you go back That's to the beginning... That's still a gem. That's still yeah, a gem, right? If you go back to the beginning, when you look at them, uh, the beginning of the book, where they have the thing with the infinity... It says the infinity stones, and they tell you what the stones do and who has them. Going back, yeah. Okay. So, like we said, the soul is still a gem. All the yeah. other stones are rocks. Also... If we look back at what they originally were, their colors are different. Because like they, of the movies. Yeah, they've been changed since. So, like, they're not the same colors they were before. And I don't know. Now, right now, it says they work as a circuit. So, like, each one makes the other one more powerful. You know, like it says for the soul one, it says, powered by the user's mastery of reality. You know, so each gem makes the other one more pow work more powerfully. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And this, was, and the question but is, this not, was not always the case. Yeah, so the question is, why do they look different? Why are they stones and not gems? Why are the colors different? Why do they seem to work differently? What's going on here? What is making this happen? You know, um, oh, and also, as Loki says, the reality stone was in another reality. The time stone in this, another time. Somebody didn't want us getting our hands on them, did they? Yeah. So that seems to be the question. And that's a, that's a good thing for these big crossovers, because sometimes they can be exciting and fun, you know, watching... The people fight different people or people be merged or whatever. 
but you also got to pay attention. We also have to pay attention to these uh, when they do these things to see, okay, what's your point of your crossover and do you do it or not? Because sometimes in these crossovers, they do it and sometimes they kind of. And it's like, that's that wasn't your, you know, you get to the end and you're like, but what happened to the whole plot point of the story? Too late. We got your money. Yeah. So we're going to have to see if any of this is answered at all. Yeah. Or even tried to be. So Loki wants to go with her to investigate, but Gamora's like, uh, no. I already got Thanos manipulating me. I don't need you manipulating me as well. Yeah. But she does take Flora with her to chrono- to write down what happens. She lets her come, at least. Yeah, there you go. Because Flora basically begs her, if you're gonna, you know, mesh me with him, could you just kill me instead? Yeah. <laughs> she is such a wise-ass. I love her. She's like, could you just kill me instead of sticking me with this dork? I don't want to be part of him. Yeah, she follows him. I mean, she didn't have to go with him. She followed him. Yeah, but I think that, yeah, but she'd rather go with Gamora. She's like, you might be a psycho, but, you know, you're more fun than him. Yeah, I, I trust. Fair. I like you better. But then what she does is kick Loki into the uh, universe. The merged universe. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I think Loki wanted that. Yeah, he seems happy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, yeah. what is that? Uh, what's that old cartoon where it's like, no, don't throw me in the fire patch. Br'er Anything Rabbit. But that. Yeah, yeah you what don't, is it? This- it's a story. It's an old story called Br'er Rabbit. He's like, "Oh, don't throw me in there! Please don't do that! Please don't do that!" Oh, thank God you threw me in there because that's my home. Yeah, and he laughed at them. Yeah, Stupid. and I think that's what Loki was still going. He's like, "Please don't, yo, know, don't throw me in there! Not in there! Anything but there!" Oh, good, she threw me in the universe. <laughs> now I can get people together. Yeah, Loki's smart. Gamora and Flora go to the Floa go to the God Quarry to uh, dig that into answers. there. Yeah, so she's starting to dig, and while she's doing that. Loki shows up at the X-Men mansion. And she see, he sees Deadpool. <laughs> what is Deadpool supposed to be? Deadpool and who? That's dupe. I guess That's, you don't know. Oh, who that guy's from Excalibur? No, no, no. Oh. Ecstatic. He's a little green floaty guy. What was he in? A uh, book called Ecstatic. Hmm. I feel like I've seen him before. Hold on. I'm getting you a picture of what he looks like normally. Does he have legs? I know nope. his I know his genitals are exposed. All right. And there's Dupe. That's what Dupe normally looks like. I feel like I've seen him before. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. So somehow Deadpool got merged with him. What is Dupe? He's a little green word thing. Cool. I'm not really sure much beyond that. So Loki goes there and meets up with Wolverine or Wolverine Emma, Wolverine Frost or Emma Wolverine. I'm not sure what the name is. Why does he have one eye? That I don't know. Although, did you know about Wolverine's time as Patch? No. Hold on, this is great. So this is during the time when the X Men were dead back in the late, you know, early '90s, late '80s, where they were living in Australia. Okay. So around that same time, they started a Wolverine's. Uh, Wolverine got his own series. Okay. Of course, the problem was he's supposed to be dead. It, at least in the beginning part of the series, the first several issues, he calls himself Patch, not Wolverine. And you uh-huh. see, you see, he's wearing an eye patch. Oh, that's his like disguise. That's his disguise. He's so funny. Like really? 
You think people aren't going to recognize you, especially when you pop those claws? Yeah. But I guess, like, you know, Superman just takes his glasses off, so. By the way, have you seen, I think it's a video on College Humor. It's a, a guy going for an interview for a job. And every time he takes his glasses off, the guy interviewing gets very confused. Nah. It's like, so anyway, yeah, doing this job, you're, where did you go? Who were you? Where did you come from? Where did you go? I'm right here. No, 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 not you. The other guy, when I was talking, puts his glasses back on. Oh, there you are. Thank God. <laughs> they do that skit with Superman all the time. But the funny thing about this is just, it was just, you know, supposed to be just regular people. Yeah. But, you know, you take your glasses off and all of a sudden, even though I'm watching you take your glasses off, I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> Disappeared. But yeah, that was Wolverine's disguise. I put on an eye patch. All right. So that's cool. All so right, so that makes, it gonna, makes some sense. They're going back to the patch concept. Yeah. And, Wolverine, and Loki's trying to get Wolverine's help. And Wolverine just stabs him and goes, all right, your story checks out. And then slams the door on him. As Loki's banging on the door, we need to find Adam Warlock or we're all doomed. Yeah, where is Adam Warlock? Well, he was there when I remember before. We don't see him in the issue. But he was there with everyone who got froze at the end of last issue. So we don't know if she merged him or not. Mm -hmm. Who do you think that she would merge him with if she were to merge him with somebody? I want her to merge him with Pip the Troll. Yeah. That would be funny. Was Pip there? I don't know. I don't think so. But he's alive, right? Yeah. But obviously, so, yeah. it's remember, she didn't just merge those people, obviously, that were there. She merged everybody. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. she still could merge you with somebody who wasn't there. Yeah. And that is Infinity Wars number three. So Gamora, basically, basically Gamora squishes everyone together kicks Loki into that new universe, and then goes off to investigate the God Quarry. Got it. So, any final thoughts on this? No, I liked it. I was yeah. very confused, but, like, you helped explain it. Yeah, um, and we're going to have to see, by the end of the, ser the series, what happens with some of the stuff that's going on here. You know, these mysteries. Do they get solved or not? They better get solved. Sometimes they don't. I mean, that kind of was what a lot of people's problem with Lost, the TV show. They were all dead. Well, yeah, but there was. I remember the beginning of the, the prop when they advertised the show. It's like, ooh, it's a big mystery. Let's see what's going on. And at the end, it's like, it's a mystery. I know a lot of people are like, that's it. It was, it was kind of a cop out. You're right. It was just like, well, you're dead. That's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, they kind of shifted a lot in that show. It's a good show for its time. Yeah, they should honestly for Lost. They should have just said. No, no, no. Let's not try and be uh, go on forever. Let's just tell like three or four seasons and tell a story and be gone. But the whole series was good, though. You know, I don't think it um, it uh, what would you call it? like jumped a shark at or like went down at any point from what I remember. I think like every season was good. Well, the second or third one was a little stretched out too much because that was when the that was when it was so popular after the first season. The network ordered like one of them to do more. Yeah. And you could tell at that point they were kind of like trying to stretch it out because then after that, like after the second or third, they said, we're only going to do two more seasons and we're going to have like 16 episodes each season. And then all of a sudden it got even better because they had a plan and a point of where they were going to. Yeah. So I don't think like that. Yeah. It still anyway. was good. Yeah. But anyway, that was Infinity Wars number three.
there was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more so when they needed us we could make the podcasts that they never could time, you will know what it is like to cross over, to feel so desperately that the comic is right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it. Run from it. March 2021 still arrives. Evacuate the network. Engage all defenses. And get this man a cold Mountain Dew. Ooh, a cold Mountain Dew. I haven't tried one of those. Nah, nah, nah. Make it warm. Thank you. Sun isn't something one considers when podcasting an event. But this <laughs> does put a smile on my face. the hell are you guys? The Merry Marvel Marching Society. We don't know where we're going, but we're on the way. A podcasting crossover mega event in the spirit of J.L. May. Coming in March 2021. Covering Marvel's fall crossover event, Axe. A vengeance. A cabal of evil threatens the Avengers and the entire Marvel Universe. Doctor Doom, the Red Skull, Kingpin, Doctor Doom, Magneto, the Wizard, Doctor Doom, the Mandarin, and Doctor Doom have banded together to pit Earth's mightiest heroes against foes they have never faced before. An array of heroes face enemies they are totally unfamiliar with. But who is secretly pulling the vengeful cabal's strings? And can the Avengers take down the true mastermind before his hidden scheme succeeds? Featuring podcasts from Third Degree Burn, Back to the Bins, Avenger Spotlight, Coffee and Comics, Comic Book Time Machine, Doom Speak, Fan Holes Podcast, Fire and Water Podcast Network, Head Speaks, Into the Weird, Justice, not entirely dissimilar to Lightning, a Thunderbolts podcast, Longbox Crusade, Married with Comics, The Quantum Cast, Resurrections, an Adam Warlock podcast, Rolled Spine podcasts, and Views from the Longbox. 
marching its way to your favorite podcatchers and hosting sites in 2021. Act of Vengeance, a true story. We're almost up to the end of the episode, but before we get there, let's do our feedback. And this time we are covering feedback from episode 125, Mephisto vs. Podcasters, What If? Enter the Scarecrow. And in this episode, we covered Dead of Night number 11 with Tim Price and Brian Zeno. On Facebook, the post about that episode was liked and shared by Chris Armstrong, Jesse Starcher, Tim Price, and possibly others, but I can't see them because of Facebook privacy. But at least I got to see these three, so awesome. On Twitter, we got likes and retweets from Viet Win, Toys and Sometimes Jokes, Adeline Rising Podcast, David Finn, Nexus of All Realities, Capes and Lunatics, Jason Snake Venable, Jeffrey Brown of Earth 1610, Chris Lydon, Back to Our Regular Cable Programming, Doc Strange, Into the Night, Tim Price, the Podcrasher, Will Allred, Green Lantern HG, No Evil Shall Escape My Sight, Comic Covers Blog, Maggie in the Rain Watching Tunes, Into the Weird, Max Reads Comics, Long Box of Darkness, Shattered Glass Macadam, Slangword Scott, Bolt of Bedevilment, Trucker Talk, Joshua M. Quirk, Luke Giaconetti, Hashtag Earth Destructive Directive, and Brian Z. Probably Disagrees With You. Don't forget, besides here, you can find me every week on the L-E-G-I-O-N P-O-D cast. That is a podcast covering the late 80s, early 90s DC sci-fi series, Legion. And you can find that on the Legion of Substitute Podcasters feed. Now, if you want to hear your name said here, or you have something you want to tell me, there's a couple places. Um, You can go to our Tumblr page, resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com. On Facebook, you can find us there. Just type in Adam Warlock or Thanos in the search box and we'll pop up. We're on Twitter, at AdamThanosPod. You can talk to us there as well. And, of course, you can always leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I will definitely read that whole review out if you leave us a five-star one. There's our email, resurrectionspodcast at yahoo.com. Send an email, and I'll read that on the show as well. And finally, this show is part of The Collective. The Collective is a group of podcasts that have decided to get together and network in the very traditional sense of just helping each other out, guesting on each other's shows, promoting each other's stuff, etc., etc. You can find us on Twitter by using the hashtag TheCollectiveNet. And, of course, there will be a link in the show notes as well. That's all for this episode. We will be back next time with more from Infinity Wars, including the Thanos Legacy one-shot and the Iron Hammer miniseries. See you then. Bye. Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast, is a fan-made production, and no copyright infringement is intended or happening or even understood. The opening music for this podcast is Intro Pompeii by Lino Rise, and the closing music is Dark and Dramatic by DJ Puzzle. Both are licensed by the Creative Commons license. You can find Lino Rise at free-intro-music.com Dot com and DJ Puzzle at peaceloveproductions.com. Links to both can be found on the Tumblr page.